Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show on Blog Talk Radio with me, astrologer Shelley Overton. Each week we go over the planetary positions, discuss astrology, and take callers' questions. If you would like to call in and get a reading, you can call 347-994-3365. Call in early as the lines fill up. Good morning. Welcome to the new year. This is Shelley Overton. I am an astrologer in Orlando, Florida, and you are listening to the Astro Energy Astrology Show on Blog Talk Radio. It is wonderful to be here again with you this week. We haven't finished our astrology for the different signs for the rest of the year. And so I just spent about, in the last couple of days, about two and a half to three hours researching the second half of the Zodiac and again, we have kind of a limited time, so I'm going to try and go immediately into it and then maybe have a few asides and let you know other things that I've seen as I've been doing the research. But it's so much that I want to get going and make sure I get it in for you. So uh, last week, or in last week, last Tuesday, we did Aries through Virgo. And now we're going to do Libra through Pisces, which is Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. And so I've laid this out in a table, and I'm going to uh, go over that with you from my notes. So (laughs) hopefully it will be fairly fluid and you all will get what you need. But I would advise that you get pen and paper and maybe write down some of the information because it may go fast just depending on what our time looks like today. So, okay, so Libra. Libra this year, the stellium in Capricorn, because you are a cardinal sign, is going to once again square all of your energy. I mean, for everybody with Libra, I mean, we've got planets from the beginning to the end of Capricorn, including Jupiter and Pluto, Saturn. We're going to have the sun there and Mercury there. And that's in the next two weeks, so January 12th and 13th. So that's going to be squaring your home and your sense of self and career and purpose, it kind of rolls in all the cardinal signs. It really rolls in the energy into the four corners of your chart. 
So you're really going to be feeling it there. In February, you're going to continue this energy with home and family. Um, it's all going to be squaring your sun sign around the fourth of the month. And uh, your work and dreams and marriage, are those areas of your chart will be highlighted. In March, we've got movement into romance, children, leadership, there's creativity. And on the 21st, Saturn goes into Aquarius for you. And that falls in your house of romance, creativity, and children. So that part of your chart will be highlighted. And Saturn is ownership. So it can also mean restriction in those areas, but the restriction is to help teach you about any particular subject that is associated. So for you, uh, romance, creativity, and children. By April, the focus stays home and family, but you're finding your power at home and with family dynamics. There's a sense of freedom and autonomy and creativity that you'll have around that time. And you'll be moving more into the Aquarian energy of um, wanting to understand a broader sense of things and clarity around, uh, you know, children. You may even attract children or honestly, um, there's probably a detachment on some level from children because that's the nature of Aquarius. So um, by May, the commitments and joint finances will be the focus with possible legalities and uh, the full moon is in Scorpio in the month of May. And so that will be your house of finances, but because it's Scorpio, it's joint finances as well. And so it really comes down to the value you have contributing to the money in a partnership. And if you're not in a partnership, there can be some opportunities for making money in partners. June, refine your relationships, a desire to have a career, and your home is once again accented. By July, there's travel for growth and career applied in, oh, let me see, it will actually come to fruition in August. So in other words, you have a ninth house connection to the travel and career, and that usually sets you up for what you're going to be bringing into your career house. Drive and ambition for a partner or marriage, if you're not married, Libra, happens in July. It's a significant month in August for career and home and transformation. September, you'll have uh, potential for fights in marriage or partnership. There are some astrological aspects around Mars, and there's a major shift possible on the 9th with a chance to reduce some partner information and partner situations. October. Mars is retrograde in partnership and reveals cracks and stresses at home. By November, communication is best about personal needs in the marriage and partnership, so you will be going over those. And December, the ego is attached to communications and work, which means the sun, um, their sun or ego issues or possibly Aries, which make it more difficult to really um, communicate in the workplace. And you will have some good friends time and travel and some more freedom. And Saturn goes into Aquarius in December, which is a positive aspect because it's an air sign to your Libra sun. And that's also included in rising signs as well. So moving on to Scorpio. Scorpio, this stellium is actually a positive stellium for you because your sign is in a positive aspect, which is 60 degrees away from all the Capricorn energy. 
It is a focus on transportation and the third house, so pets, children, neighbors, and siblings. It is about expressing yourself and your voice. So uh, Capricorn for you is going to be uh, trying to square up and shore up your ability to communicate your ideas and express those to the world and earn a living from it because Capricorn rules your life purpose and your career. So moving on to February, around the 7th, there is a square. And again, last week I had all the 4th and the 7th, and I'm like, okay, is that the 4th of the month or the 4th house? So um, as I continued to ride on, I, I clarified it for myself, but now I'm a little bit struggling with this. So um, I think it is on the 7th, Mercury squares um, the Aquarian energy for you. And so it's about creativity in the arts, which is the 5th house. So you're going to feel a little bit more um, a drive for independence, and you're going to want a little bit of uh, independence around how you express yourself. So March, uh, there are new ways to earn money or a detachment from the traditional ways of earning money in March. And honestly, I wish I could go into great, more, much more greater detail. There's so much that I want to tell you over the course of the year, but that's why I have the podcast. So I will be telling you much more every week throughout this year, and then you'll be able to really um, understand a little more in detail what I'm telling you here. Okay, so um, moving on to April for Scorpio, and this is um, about freedom as well. As we're coming into this year, we have a lot of Capricorn planets, but over the course of the year, they transition into Aquarius, some of them, um, Jupiter and Saturn. So we'll be feeling that throughout the course of the year, but there are a few retrogrades and directs of, say, Mars in Aries, which are going to produce friction and um, assertiveness and a certain amount of tantrums for everybody. And the Aries energy and the Mars energy for Scorpio is going to be uh, probably a little more intense because Scorpio is ready for a battle and so is Mars. So and we'll be seeing that. And for Scorpio, Mars and Aries fall into the house of work. So it can also be health and issues around health as well. So in April, it's about partnerships and balancing. Venus and in Taurus is in the seventh house, and there's a drive for entrepreneurship. Come May, um, the, in the seventh house, the full moon helps dreams come true around money. There will be friction around the home and partnership due to a square, and you're looking for more autonomy in the home environment with the Aquarius energy there. So June is about communications with the commitment and education uh, around joint finances. So there's some energy going on with Gemini in your uh, eighth house this month. July is security returns with educational situations. So because Mercury was retrograde in uh, that in the ninth house for you, Scorpio, uh, Mercury goes direct in the ninth house, which helps get more clear and get back on track the frustration around technology or uh, snafus around technology actually straightens out for you in july and there may be more aggression in the work environment like i said that's where aries falls for you scorpio the full moon in libra uh, in the 12th house on the third of the month in august brings desire for partnership in into full awareness and a subconscious drive for love by September starts with 
it starts with attention to the partnership and career. And then by the middle of the month, Mercury in the 12th uh, highlights partners, which are on your mind. And then the second week is also about actively working with Mars in your house of career. Excuse me, in your house of work. So come October, Saturn goes direct early. By the end, it is much more comfortable and it's highlighting communications and your career desires. Middle of the month is good for money aspects. Uh, Marriage at the end of the month and opportunities are in your thoughts, Scorpio. So November, Mercury goes direct on the cusp of Scorpio. And so that means that you're going to feel more like you are in your deeper emotional state, but you express more intuitively. And then uh, Mercury comes into Scorpio for the month of November, which puts us in Scorpio season. And that will mean that we'll be much more intuitive. We'll be going to the depths and really digging up some research and finding out what's going on. Libra is in the 12th house. Um, Mercury, let me see here. Yeah, so it'll be in the 12th house uh, for October going into November. And then there's a clash of genders come mid-month with Venus and Mars opposite each other. And that will be in your house of, let me see, well, work, we said Mars is in in Aries in your house of work, but also the subconscious and around um, how you interact with men and women, like the gender issues become a little bit more of an issue. And so work and subconscious are the focus of November. Now, December, it's about focusing on the self and your ideas until the end of the month. And then you get to travel. And that's when there's some Aquarius energy and also it's Sagittarius season. So you're going to really feel the wonderful energy of Sagittarius by the end of the month. And that for Scorpio is always a time when finances really seem to flow better for those who are Scorpio sun or Scorpio rising. So moving into Sagittarius, um, the stellium in Sagittarius falls in the house of money. And that means that there is a straightening up or shoring up of your finances and much more restricted um, as far as how you look at them. That's just your nature because Capricorn is about security and really kind of frugality. So the, um, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, Sagittarius. So Sagittarius is um, generally very a fiery sign and forthright and wants to stay on the go. But the energy right now being in Capricorn is much more restricted because of uh, the nature of Capricorn and all the planets highlighting that. So there will be a sense of a challenge this year for Sagittarius and your finances, but all of it is around career as well. And so the focus is on making money, but it's about shifting what the value is for you. And that's what the second house does is what is the value of everything I do to make money. It may seem that you've been really feeling like you're doing more for others and not enough for yourself. So it's going to be a year of kind of back and forth around trying to balance that out for you and really feel like, you're focusing more on what your needs are, not as much on what's required because of other people. Okay, so moving into February. Um, there is a square between Jupiter and Neptune. and Or excuse me, I take it back. I, I mean, I know that's not true. I wrote it down here. But um, Sagittarius does square 
Neptune in Pisces, but all the stellium actually is cooperative, which means that finances are going to feel a little bit better as we do have the Neptune energy right there. And then the um, Jupiter energy comes into positive aspect, but there are illusions around the home life and um, also money from houses and your intuition is really going to help guide you on what to do with the house and the home. Venus is in Pisces in the month of February. And so she will be uh, starting to move you closer to thinking about doing something about a move with your home uh, in the next month, come closer to March. March, there are new ways to earn money and it's a detachment from the traditional ways that you would earn money. Sagittarius in April is about socializing. It goes uh, home from the energy moves from socializing with home to so socializing with friends around the 10th of April. And there's a new moon on the 10th of April, which will highlight a new job or awareness at work. In May, home is more sensitive. Watch for flooding and water damage potential in the home environment with all the highlighted um, Pisces energy for you, Sagittarius. Multiple partner options in June with a partner being chatty or active. That's the Gemini Mars energy for you. And your intuition strengthens in June. So July, Sagittarius is about friendships and cooperation and uh, working on more income with psychology around money and what motivates you for your money. There is um, energy with Jupiter and Pluto in sextile, so it's actually a, a wonderful, warm, positive energy. Uh, it's actually Jupiter and Pluto conjunct, my, my bad. That means they're at the same place in the sky. And I do want to tell you, and I may have said this, but I don't remember, when you see the sun come up, that's where all the Capricorn planets are because they're all right there in Capricorn, and the sun is in Capricorn right now. So you know right where all these planets are every day. Capricorn comes up on that horizon as a rising sign. Boom, there are your planets. Um, so August for Capricorn. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, August. Did we go? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just lost myself. We're in Sagittarius. I, my apologies. Having a creative job in workplace. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. August for Sagittarius. You have a creative job or workplace and the workplace is highlighted with money and travel. And then September, there's a drive to find the soul tribe. You have a fight with friends potentially or at work around the ninth. Actively creative with child-centered energy. A bit of depression may come in with Mercury and Scorpio around the 27th of the month. And October, it starts out with a money square. So, um, or excuse me, <laughs> I have to uh, interpret my own information here. Money is squared away, meaning you're shoring it up. You're getting it to be a good thing for yourself come October. Career focus is good and fruitful in the middle of the month, and work health are clear and solutions or more are more evident come the end of the month in October for you. We've got, um, man, this this point, I <laughs> got closer to the show, so I... I have to really interpret what I've written here. Um, so November 1st, Sagittarius is about ideologies at home and in your career, and it can clash for you. Uh, December 
is a deeper emotional side of you highlighted with the 12th house, which is Scorpio. Planets moving through there, but by the mid-month, money and love will be much better for you, Sagittarius. And at the end of the month, we have that um, Aquarian energy, which is in a positive aspect. Saturn moves back into Aquarius the end of December, and that means that it's in positive aspect to our Sagittarius friends. And they will feel a little bit clearer about the direction of career and uh, having more of a sense of freedom, which is always welcome for Sagittarius. Okay, now moving into Capricorn. So, of course, it is your time right now, Capricorn, and you've been really taking the brunt of the hit from all these planets in your sign. I think it really peaks out for you. Um, That doesn't mean you're not going to feel it throughout the year, but it peaks out on the 12th and 13th with the sun, Mercury, Jupiter. Well, Jupiter's in the sign, but not conjunct. So Mercury, sun, Saturn, and Pluto are all right there in your sign, and that means that it's ego, sense of self. Uh, Mercury is how you think about things, how you want uh, a certain amount of rigidity and structure in your life. And you are really challenging to have your life the way you want it and not always given away to others because you are very much a giver of the Zodiac and you want to help people make things good and you're a solution solver or solution seeker and a problem solver. So um, it's about releasing a lot of the control for you. And that's really been the theme for the last few years, but it's, it's really coming to a peak and If you can find your way to let go of some of the control, that's really going to boost you for the next year. And Jupiter, if you can't let go of control, Jupiter is absolutely going to uh, give you a way of doing that. It will give you a sense of self that is really not reliant on the codependence that you may have with others. So come into February. There will be a focus on pets and communications. It'll be about beliefs, your dogma, in other words, your belief systems as you set them up and say this is immovable. You're going to have to move some of those. And it's very nonverbal for you. Come in March, evaluation of your earnings, Mercury's in Aquarius, and of the potential you have. There's a concern uh, for money and for your stability because Aquarius is unreliable per se. It is a an energy of quantum understanding. So it's really asking us to move to the next level of how things are processed in our world. So you're, I mean, Capricorn's one of the more stable, grounded, rooted signs, and they have a difficult time, probably out of any sign of the Zodiac, really dealing with change. And, and so having this energy moving into Aquarius can cause you anxiety. But if you know that Everything changes, and a lot, most changes, if you deal with it as the thing that's changing and not comfortable is really to your benefit, it can help you in the future. And there's a greater, healthier picture coming for you in March of next year. You will have a square to Aries because that's Aries season, but it means that you're also going to have a triggered um, home and family energy where you're much more focused on your needs within the home and family. Come April, uh, Venus moves into the sixth house on the third. And so Venus in the sixth house means there's uh, women issues around health, or you could have a connection to a woman at work or in the workplace, or there's a renewed sense of love and affection for being at work and what you do there. 
so Gemini um, means that there may be multiples. Um, let me just look real quick and uh, clarify what that is about. Um, multiple, oh, multiple jobs. That's what it is because you have Gemini in the house of work. So you'll have multiple job opportunities come April. And I wrote it right on the next one. I just needed to keep reading. <laughs> anyway, um, and there will be a lot of talk in the home environment about what's going on and how you can uh, move forward with what it is your ambition is. So come May, Saturn is retrograde in Aquarius. So it means that there is a change in the 11th around uh, love. And also um, the 12th, there is a redo and a look. Venus goes retrograde around the 12th. So there's, uh, or on the 12th, there's a redo at work and a reevaluation. In June, you rework issues with marriage and partnership, home and mother are all part of this energy. And then the stress with money can come, but there's also some detachment lessons with that. So learning how to detach around all of the control associated with money and security. So July, this is for Capricorn again, work is busy and there are many personal entrepreneurial opportunities for you, Capricorn. Come August, there's a focus on the family with responsibility for the self as a focal point. So, again, the same thing com theme comes in and again and again with you, Capricorn, is you need to stop putting yourself last and start putting yourself first. Come September, watch out for accidents. As the beginning of the month, there are some aspects to Mercury that can definitely, I think it's Mercury squaring Saturn. And there are also good career opportunities with partnerships on the 5th through um, and throughout September. Finishing up old stories in September. So moving on to October, there's a feeling um, of being on your game with Saturn moving direct. So that's a really wonderful energy for you because it's a ruling planet. So look forward to October. You'll resolve some family, home, and relationship issues and work issues in the middle of the month. And then at the end of the month, friendships are highlighted with creativity and children coming center stage. November, um, there's some stress early in the month, but a new moon. Let me see. I'm trying to read this. Oh, there's a new moon with some energy around your soul group. So that's going to fall in your, in your 11th house. And it evens out by the end of the month. December, it's about home, career, oppositions between men and women, mid-month, but the end is good. And, um, yeah, Saturn goes into Aquarius, which means that your entrepreneurial endeavors and ideas are going to get more focus on the money and uh, connection to another person at that time. And there could be multiple opportunities coming in for you to earn money at the end of 2020. Moving on to Aquarius. So the stellium of Capricorn falls in Aquarius's 12th house. So it is about this subliminal need for structure and stability that you have. Um, I have said this many times. I have an Aquarius rising sun. And, you know, I think definitely growing up needing to know that everybody was there in the family and they supported him was paramount. And that is a strong Aquarius energy. So um, it's been highlighted, obviously, for at least three years. And we are really coming in, like I said, to the apex on the 12th and 13th, where it's about a need to build 
a sense of self and a deeper connection of bringing the intuition into the physical material world. Moving into February, subconscious beliefs and dogma, again, are still highlighted, but money from film and stories are a possibility for you as planetary energy is in your um, second house of money. Mercury moves into Pisces and joins up in April with, um, with the connection there. So we'll get to that in a minute. Thoughts in March, thoughts are popping with a need for a place to put out energy. So like, in other words, you're really going to be um, very hyper aware with the Mercury energy and um, Aquarian energy, which is Uranian because we have um, Saturn moves into Aquarius in March. So that's really going to, well, it'll, it'll be a doubly interesting. So Saturn will highlight Aquarius, meaning it now has to understand the realm of Aquarius, but Aquarians will feel more of a groundedness around technology and the ability to do something with that. And so like getting on your computer more is grounding for Aquarian people. So around the 20, well, you probably heard that. That's my British lady telling me I have 90 seconds to the end of the podcast, but I still have uh, Pisces and the rest of Aquarius. So I'm going to go on. You can hear your particular sign in archives, which is in on blog talk radio or on Apple iTunes. So please check those out. Um, just type in astro energy on Apple iTunes and the podcast app, and you can find me there and it will be there in archive. Um, if you're listening live, you move. Sorry, that's right in my ears. <laughs> I had to pull the phone away for a second. You probably heard that as well. Anyway, um, we'll still keep going. It records, so don't worry. We'll get all of the Aquarius and all of the Pisces in before the end of the podcast. So thoughts are popping in March for Aquarius as Saturn goes into Aquarius, but it means that you're going to want to add structure to all those ideas. So it's a really great time for inventions, Aquarius, and you are the sign of inventions. Um, come April, the ego clashes with home energy, so mothers or family members. Um, you're going to feel like you're at odds with them. Now, around the 10th, you're going to feel more need for action, and their words of words equal action as uh, Mercury and Mars conjunct. So, oh my goodness, she's very loud. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, May of 2020, you will have fun with friends and there's money from creative sources, which is a great thing. Come June, there's self-driven career dreams at odds with security in the workplace. And you'll do a reevaluation, which means a retrograde planet transits um, into probably Mercury or Venus. I'm not sure looking at this, but um, I'm looking at my charts, but I've got that one buried. So July for Aquarius, getting real with old dogma. So you've got to face your belief systems around what you think of things and how, like really kind of a psychology. It's a new you. There's a review where you've been recently. Come August, strong desire to work at home, assertive in money and words and how you speak about what you want and what your needs are. And then new travels around the 3rd of August, which is really awesome. Traveling is always fun. Romance around the 5th of September and there is, let me see, okay, that's the one above. Focus on your partnership. Communication and writing is key. 
So definitely write things down or, um, you know, keep a journal. Aquarius, you're more assertive in October with a strong feeling for something new at the early part of the month. And um, Mars definitely triggers more assertive qualities with positive Venus uh, connecting around money and then self-satisfaction at home and around money at the end of the month. November, you have, you're going to be asking, are you valued in your career? And that is probably a question based on Saturn's retrograde and um, going to really want to want to feel like what you're doing is valuable and then that's going to take off this coming two years. Ready to commit to your career. And finally in December, Jupiter is in your sign the middle of the month and shifts transform your identity for the good in the workplace. And also at the end of the month, Saturn finally gets back into Aquarius because remember, and I didn't say this, but Saturn goes back into uh, Capricorn for part of the year to really shore up your attitudes around having the security of uh, a career with corporate America, if that's what you're doing. Now, last but not least, by any stretch, is Pisces. Pisces also should have a good year because Pisces is a positive uh 60 degrees away from the stellium in Capricorn. This is a time when you are working to make your dreams come true. Capricorn falls in your house of uh, networking and people who will support your career. And it's also new ideas and, um, yeah, your soul group who are the people that you're looking to really connect to, which continues on through the month of February. And then there's a self-owning intuition. In other words, you have to own yourself and use your intuition to support your ideas and where you're going and what you're doing. I hope that really resonates to you. Come March, the ideas are fast. The awareness and clear cognizance strengthens as Saturn moves into Aquarius in your 12th house. And there's nothing uh, put over on you. You know, it, it's really like you see through everything. And I will tell you, I personally had something happen to me this week Um I was driving with my daughter and there was a cop car on the other side. And at the very same moment, we both said, hi, Mr. Cop. <laughs> it was like very strange that we both had the exact same phrase. And I know my daughter says, well, I say that all the time. Like I didn't realize that. And I, it just came to my head and it came out at the exact same moment. That kind of thing is going to be happening to you in the course of this next year. Um, come April for Pisces, Venus is in Gemini on the third of the month in the fourth house. So Venus in Gemini means there's multiple opportunities for communication, workshops, work groups, things like that, um, writing, opportunities around writing if you would like to write and create stories, which Pisces is really good at. Um, you, It can also mean two homes or two moms and, you know, like multiples uh, right in the third moving into the house of home and family. And you will be chatty at home as Venus moves into Gemini in your house of home and family. May, drive for creativity and self-love. Ideas are waiting in writing and music. So if you're a musician, uh, now's the time to write those songs. June, June is stronger for intuition that begs for action. Find your voice, write, sing, and journal. Into July, July is a pretty big month. I haven't mentioned it much, but definitely around the 4th of July, we're going to have some really strong energy come in. Let's see if I can pop up that chart real quick. June, I think it's stuck to June. There we go. 
So, yeah, for July, we're going to have um, Saturn retrogrades in Capricorn on the 1st. There's a lunar eclipse in Capricorn on the 4th, which is the 4th of July. And a lunar eclipse in Capricorn means that there's going to be some strong energy around authority figures come July. Money from sales, ambitious, letting go of the silent treatment after the 12th when um, Mercury goes direct in Cancer. We will come back into a sense that we can express our emotions again. Pisces in August is money, career, stronger sense of self. There's action to express self uh, around the self. You'll want to cocoon after the 7th. That's when there's some energy around um, water signs and feeling the need to just pull back. September is about relating to women at home early in the month, about children and creativity on the 6th, ambitious and making money focused on a shift in love. And um, let me see, I wrote a little bit more. Okay, so around the 9th and the 12th, Mars is going to be retrograde and followed three days later by Jupiter going direct. So just be cautious. This is for everybody. Um, it can be a violent energy coming in, and it's a violent transformation. So it's using fire or it's using action and aggression to create a storyline that wakes us up to the transformation we need to make. October for Pisces, career uh, path of is at completion. There's a sense that your career path is completing. By mid-month, it's strongly intuitive and a sense of self is implored. Positive events happen at the end of the month with your soul group. Money and love are, and there's a sense of completion. Um, also in October, there is a Mercury joined um, the sun in Scorpio and a full moon, blue moon in Taurus. Both signs, Scorpio and Taurus, are about value and what we value. So this is going to be a really strong day about our values on Halloween. So it's going to be interesting. Um, for Pisces, November is strong with good feelings. You feel stronger. And money, for, and you'll feel more around money and love uh, taking action with Mars in that house. Education is strong at the end of the month as a highlighted uh, topic. December, Jupiter is... Uh, Actually, Jupiter is also a co-ruler of Pisces, so um, it's going to be in Aquarius, which is your 12th house, so you'll feel a little bit happier towards the uh, beginning. Actually, that was for the end of Aquarius in December, but it will also affect you in your subconscious for the end of the month at the end of the year. Career goals are highlighted. People are highlighted, and the end of the year is good with friends for you and love. Um, you'll feel a lot more like you're able to be yourself and, um, well, at least able to find people who are uh, embracing of an alternate idea of how the world works. And that will be the end of next year, or excuse me, the end of this year. We're in 2020 now. And come 2021, much more Aquarian energy. It's going to be clearer, but definitely tech is going to be uh, really popping in the next couple of years. So that is the Zodiac for 2020. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for having patience with me as I get this huge quantity of information out. And again, if you would like a reading, a personal reading, I have so much information I can give you through your personal chart. And I do that at angeliczodiac.com. I have to get to my button to work, but there is an option. The schedule a reading button is not going through according to a client. 
So go to the readings tab and scroll down. You can get it by clicking the readings tab and you can also drop down the readings tab and go to schedule a reading under there. And then you can get me and you can also get me on Facebook at um, Angelic Zodiac. You can get me on Instagram at Angelic Zodiac one or Artful Shelley. So have a wonderful year. I'll probably be back here on Tuesday with a regular show. And anyway, thanks again for listening. Take care. Hi, this is Shelley. Thank you for joining us this week. To contact me for a private reading, go to angeliczodiac.com under the readings tab. Background music was provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com with additional music by Tracy Coriel at Tracyland.com, T-R-A-C-E-Y-L-A-N-D.com. Music provided on show-by-show basis will be credited within the body of the show. For more info on my art, go to ShellyOverton.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-O-V-E-R-T-O-N.com. Merch and other astrological art can be found at astroart.net. To purchase my ebook, Learn Astrology, you can find it at angeliczodiac.com, including discounts. Be sure to check back next week and subscribe through iTunes at Astro Energy Astrology Show. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.